Disney dreamers and welcome to the DLP Clubhouse, your compass to the wonderful world of DLP. I am Leisha and I'm Andrea and thank you guys for being here on another episode of our podcast, DLP Clubhouse. Today our episode will be all about the online Disney DLP community. The word community has been mentioned many times here before and we feel like we need to discuss the online world. This episode will be based on our opinions, of course, and our experiences on social media. So, because the topic DLP online community is so big, we decided to make two episodes today. So our first episode will be around Instagram and our second episode will be around our next upcoming topics. So, to make this a lot easier and a lot less boring because we can keep ranting about the DLP online community, we're going to do this interview style. And I will be the interviewer and I'm going to ask Andrea some questions. Are you ready, Andy? Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Let's start. So, Andrea, can you tell us where we can find the DLP online community? So we can find it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, podcasts, forums. Exactly. Perfect. So today we'll be talking about Instagram because it's a huge part of our online community. And in our next episode, we will talk about Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, podcasts, and also the forums. If we're going to talk about Instagram, Andrea, can you tell us a little bit about your account, your name? Tell me a little bit about it. So my account is called Disney Ears Club. It's mostly about DLP content. Um, I post pictures of the park, pictures about me in the park. (laughs) I do Mm -hmm. loads of quizzes. I do a lot of kind of polls and different types of stories on there too. Um, But it's mostly just about Disneyland Paris specifically. What about you, Leisha? Mm -hmm. What is your account and what is it about? My account is called Disney Leisha. And it's, uh, it's been alive for, I think, for over more than seven years now. So it's pretty old. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I started my first account on Twitter, which was also at DisneyLeisha, but I deleted that one and I just continued on Instagram. Mm. My account is about, of course, Disney, but for the biggest part about Disneyland Paris. And I show pictures about... or of the parks. Um, I show pictures of myself. I show portraits. And I just want to share some fun and cute stuff on my stories. I think that is just what my Instagram is about. Yeah, I'd I'd say that's pretty accurate. (laughs) Pretty accurate. Thank you. Um, Let me just also do a shout out to you, Andrea, because I think, I mean, I see see your stories every day and I hear you every day, of course. So I'm a little bit prejudged on this one, but you're so good at giving the people what they want. And honestly, guys, if you're going to travel to Disneyland Paris, you should follow Andrea because she's so good at giving you the information on a daily basis. And that is amazing. <laughs> well, pre, pre-corona, um, I, I used to do more. I used to do more like up-to-date news and, and what times things will be open and things like that. But mm-hmm. obviously, uh, it's a bit different at the moment from the time that we're recording this but mm-hmm. uh, no but you should also follow Alicia because she does amazing amazing pictures of uh, herself the park but 
especially characters i love character portraits and mm. uh, yours just look the most fun and cute so definitely if you want something to brighten up your day you should follow her we're such suckers in love with each other it's hilarious yeah you should see our instagram <laughs> stories especially yesterday it was, it was a definitely lot. <laughs> definitely um just so you guys know we're like disney besties we both have boyfriends but i mean some disney instagram love i mean we all just need it sometimes right yeah so okay so instagram um let us talk a little bit about our favorite accounts we mm -hmm. both have our I'm going to call it our tribe, our Disney tribe, our Disney squad, our best friends. And I think you and I both just post a lot about our friends on our stories. Um, but I do have my favorite accounts I like to follow personally for inspiration, for magic. And I don't even really know these people, all of them so well. They're, uh, my favorite accounts are usually from the USA. I love how they make the photos. Um, I think there's a big difference in the photo style of the European style versus the American style. I'm not sure what you think yeah, about that. I completely agree. I, th I think it's just the way that the parks are, um, how do you say, like marketed and, and mm -hmm. how they're looked. Definitely. Uh, the, the US accounts have all the cool walls and the colors and everything. Uh, and DLP doesn't necessarily have those things. It's It's more kind of muted. It's more chick if that makes sense yeah yeah and also i think when i see the photo so i can be mistaken or we only see what we want to see of course but i do have a feeling or a sense that people dress up more to go to the usa parks yeah As like i said that the, there's not so much of a of a social media community uh in dlp than there is in the american parks you know definitely disneyland uh, California and Walt Disney World are so heavily marketed with all these bright colors, this Instagrammable food, all the Instagrammable walls. Uh, that that type of stuff doesn't really translate very well <laughs> over yeah. over to the European park. Exactly, exactly. I think we do have the most magical castle. I'm gonna keep saying yeah. that. I agree. And <laughs> I think <laughs> photo-wise, we have some great opportunities, but I do think the usa is doing so much better and i'm secretly jealous of all the photo opportunities they get yeah so, i'm a bit jelly i get that <laughs> so let us uh let us just tell each other because i made a top five I mean, did you make a top five of your yeah, favorites i, I make i made a top five of the accounts that i follow my top five disney accounts i want to share with you guys um, are about photos, but also about Disney bounding. And the first one is from Willie the Artist. I don't know Willie personally, but he has a big following and he deserves it. His photos are amazing. He makes beautiful portraits. He makes beautiful photos of Disney World, if I'm not mistaken. He also shared some photos of his trip in Disneyland Anaheim. And I'm just, I'm just jealous of his talents. I'm... I don't know how he did. So, Willie, if you hear this, I'm a big fan. And you guys should follow Willie the Artist. My second account that I want to talk about is Disneyland Mermaid. Disneyland Mermaid is an account um, created by Ashley. Ashley, we have known each other for a couple of years now. Um, I've 
met Ashley via Twitter, I think eight years ago, we started talking and we have never really met in person yet because she uh, lives in, I think, the Anaheim region because she works there as a photo pass photographer and her photos are just magical. She's so kind. She's so beautiful. And she's such a fashion icon. And um, I mean, it's a combination of all of that. Inspirational, truly. And I'm very honored that she follows me back. So I'm like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, you know. <laughs> and the third account um, evolved around pictures is Disney Nuts. Disney Nuts is an account in Disney World. And it is hosted by Louis. And I actually met Louis in 2017 in Disney World. I messaged him and I said, Louis, it's amazing to see all your pictures come alive. And he just messaged me back and we met up. And it was a really cute meet for a minute. So we talked about photography. I back then had a camera for, I I would say, maybe beginners. I'm not sure. It's a Canon D80. And he gave me some really cool tips. And he was so interested in, in, in talking and he is an amazing man, an amazing family man. He makes the most fun YouTube vlogs. So if you want to see not only good photos, but also good, informative and fun vlogs on YouTube, he's the guy to follow Disney nuts. The next account I want to talk about is Magic by Muses, and that evolves around Disney Bounce. Magic by Muses are two sisters who make the most incredible Disney Bounce, sometimes with their mom. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm so inspired by them. They're so beautiful and they're so funny and their outfits are, I mean, beyond. So definitely if you're a Disney bounder and you haven't followed them yet, go follow Magic by Muses. And then in the last category of Disney bounders, I'm going to share the account Cosplay Parents. Those uh, parents, I can call them, I think are a little bit older. They're super, super cute. They're like a real life Carl and Ellie. I mean, yeah, they're so cute. And Peter and I look at their account together. I want to be them when I'm old and cute. I hope I'm cute when I'm old, of course. But cosplay parents are definitely worth a follow. So here you go with my non-paid propaganda (laughs) for five of my favorite accounts. Um, And... Andrea, tell us your top five favorite accounts, non-friends. Tell us. So I kind of stuck to only DLP accounts um, just because I thought it was nice to have a good mix. Uh, And so my first one is planet underscore Disneyland. This is Stefan's account. If anyone really knows the Disneyland community, he's quite a large part of that. Um, his account is basically about him and his adventures around Disneyland Paris, um, meeting, especially meeting characters. That's one of the biggest things that he does on his account. Um, so if you want some fun, joyful Disneyland Paris content, you get to basically go on an adventure with this, with this guy, uh, definitely go and look that account up. It's actually super, super fun and super cute. Um, talk, talking about cool cats. <laughs> um, the next one is the cat, the underscore cat underscore with underscore a underscore beard. Um, <laughs> and this account basically does a lot of beautiful photography of the Sun Paris. Um, and just like Alicia said, with some of the other accounts that she follows, sometimes you just want to see beautiful photos of beautiful aspects of the park, characters parade shows 
and um that's just i think one of the accounts that makes me the most happiest when i go through my feed and i see their pictures so that's always one to look out for now my next one is all about basically being up to date with islam paris news and for me they're one of the most reliable sources of uh disney dlp news um, and that's DLP reports. Um, they always have great interviews with different people from the parks. They do uh, some great creative content, but mostly they do a lot of news and updates, uh, whether it be building planning <laughs> for the local area, whether it be um, new different locations for meet and greets, they have everything that you need to know. So if you really want to stay up to date with Islam Paris news, they're the one to go and have a look at. Uh, and my last two are basically um, accounts that are held by uh, Disney cast members at DLP, uh, one which is Raphael uh, Pichonot, and the other one is Happiness is Where You Are, which is Naomi's account. Both of these accounts are just so fun. <laughs> you get to see different little aspects of uh, the day-to-day -day work at Disneyland Paris, of course, at, at the moment, from when we're recording this, uh, obviously we don't get to see a lot of that, but uh, usually they post some fantastic, fantastic uh, things that happen in the park, little bits of magic that you don't really get to see every day, uh, just as a regular guest. So uh, I think they can definitely brighten up your day and uh, make everything happier. Good job. Good job, Andrea. I think we should get paid for making so many people happy yeah <laughs> that was 50 euros per per mention definitely um and just uh, if i can add something to uh, happiness is where you are naomi um i met naomi years ago uh when we were just two i'm not gonna say teenagers but younger fans in the parks and she is truly a gem and i mean she has a big follow following And she gets, um, I'm not going to say stalked, but a lot of people talk to her in the park because I always bump into each other when I'm there. And she is truly Disney spirit come alive. So yeah. definitely worth a follow. Yeah, like Both her and Raphael are both definitely. very iconic people in the parks. If you ever see them, you know who they are. Because Raphael definitely. always has the Disney ears over his um, cast member hat. Yeah. And uh, Naomi always wears beautiful, colorful makeup and, and braids, which is stunning. She's beautiful. I mean, they both are amazing. And I think we said it in our first episode, a good cast member makes a good Disney park. Mm -hmm. And those two deserve a medal. And I think they actually won some prizes for that. I'm not sure, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, we love you. Good job. Keep continuing to share the magic. So, and talk about our regular friends our tribe our squads i think you and i have some very similar people that we love yeah. <laughs> and i do want to do a shout out but we're going to do it in our instagram post and we're going to thank all the people that we love so much so yeah. you guys you will see your face pop up or at least your handle your handle yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So um, let's talk about what we like to see on our feed and on our stories. Andrea, can you tell us what makes you happy? What you see on Instagram? Um, for me, it's, well, 
I love color. <laughs> if anyone's not seen my page, my page is all about color. But um, I love seeing beautiful pictures. Obviously, quality, it's a big thing for me. If you have a quality picture, no matter what it is about, uh, I probably would really like that photo. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, if it's creative as well, if the pictures are creative, if your content also shows your personality, shows what you like, shows your passion, that's yeah. also a key thing for me. Um, but mostly it's about kind of like looking at quality and, and so, you know, I, sh I know someone actually really cared about taking this picture or making this content. And mm -hmm. uh, what about you? What, what makes you happy on a feed? Um, I would definitely agree on the fact personality. I want to see who you are. Um, when I do shout outs, which I do every, I think, month or two months, it just depends on, on the vibe. And I just feel like I need to share some love in our community and people want me to do a shout out and I can't see your face. I'm having a hard time with it because I want to see who you are. Yeah, it's, it's rough. I, also, <laughs> people who ask you to do shout outs, I sometimes feel a bit strange about because I'm like, you know, because you want to promote people that you really like mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and accounts that you, f you generally feel like you want to push even without them asking. Um, exactly, exactly. So what I do, I don't, luckily, I think it's maybe because I am under the 3K following at the moment. Uh, maybe when people hear this, I will have a 10K following, but probably not going to happen. But um, Fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. But um, people do not ask me randomly to do shout outs. So I usually just do like, hey, guys, I want to spread some love. Let me know if you need a shout out or you need some extra love because I have probably missed your photos due to the algorithm or maybe you just need some extra support and then I'm doing it and I don't follow everyone who is asking me to do shout out and that's fine but again if I don't see your face or who you are and you're just making photos of the parks or merch I'm pretty allergic to accounts to only do merch without showing character so I'm not seeing characters Disney characters but so our friend Masha started this account, which is called Masha House Mouse, I think. And I think it's really cute. But why do I think it's really cute? Because I can see the character behind the merch. It's not about just showing a mug or look what I bought today. It's about who is behind it. And I love her account, but I do hate when people just show, show merch, just to show merch and just take a shitty picture. Because a photo taken, by the way, I learned something this week, intermezzo, but I need to share this right now because it's very <laughs> typical. Sorry, that's how my mind works. It's just like a flipper ball just goes everywhere. But um, I actually learned this week that Instagram prefers photos taken by your phone. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So the alg algorithm will always prefer photos taken by your phone. I'm not even, I don't even know why. But that yeah. definitely explains why I'm not getting as many likes because I take everything with my Canon and my professional camera. So I'm like, okay. And I once got reposted by Disneyland Paris from a photo I took of the um, Arcade Hall mm -hmm. or Liberty Hall. I don't know. One of the halls on Main Street. Yeah. And it was a photo 
taken by my iPhone. And it was the only photo I ever posted on my account taken by my iPhone. So that's so strange. I, I wonder how, how IG would know though, that it was taken by your phone and not by a camera. I think it's Unless like you... measured by quality. Oh, okay. Could that be? But then that sure. wouldn't, but then there's so many big accounts who don't use their phone for, um, taking yeah. pictures so it's well but i guess the um i mean this is one thing that we're going to talk about afterwards is the algorithm changes so often and you have to stay up to date with what's what the new updates because even the band uh hashtags change from year to year month to month so i mean yeah well anyways that was just an intermezzo but if i'm gonna keep it in general about what i don't like if mm-hmm. you're gonna post just stuff and not yourself. I want to see your pretty face. I truly believe that everybody is beautiful. And I want to see who you are. I, um, I like color, but I don't like screaming colors. I, <laughs> I don't want to look at a page and be like blinded by all the redness that I, I, I can't take that. And I think it's very obvious in my personal accounts. Um, I did this test via a website where you can see your color scheme. Yeah. And I was very surprised because it was only gray. And I was like, uh, well, so I'm a gray mouse in Instagram community. Great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's something for everyone, you know. Um, I mean, for example, what you said about showing merch. I don't really mind it. As long as it's, for me, it's as long as the flat lay that they're using it and the way that they're organizing the, the museum exactly. scene looks beautiful. Uh, I don't really exactly. care if the person doesn't want to be in the pictures or not for me it's just as long as the the news on scene looks nice so you follow accounts where you don't know who's behind it oh no i know who like there's a lot of accounts that do a lot of merch that uh, Mm -hmm. do a lot of pop uh, vinyl stuff Mm -hmm. um they do show their face once in a while and you know who they are but they don't really necessarily always take pictures of themselves it's mostly about how they pride themselves on how they f- lay out the the product mm-hmm. and how they take pictures of it, how they construct the, the photograph, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, definitely what you're saying, like how you take the photo and the quality of the photo. And I have Instagram autism. That's a word I invented last week. <laughs> and I'm going to just explain it to you guys that if I don't see consistency in your Instagram or you're going to jump from style to style, I'm just not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to go for it. No. Yeah. That's a big one for me. If it's not, if your content is not consistent, it can be of different things, but the, the look of it needs to seem like it's all cohesive. If it's from style to style, change to change. Like I understand, like if you want to change, your color scheme a little bit for, for winter for, and that's Definitely. kind of okay but if it's completely stark different and just a mishmash of different things that you've seen and collected mm. uh, I'm less likely to follow someone like that because I just feel like I don't know what I'm getting <laughs> yeah exactly I'm totally agreeing on this one so we uh, we mentioned feats but let's just talk about stories for a minute here as well because mm-hmm. I mean stories are definitely the way that people can see you and okay it might be 
very obvious right now, but I'm doing an Instagram workshop. So I'm learning a lot about what is a good story, what is a good photo, because people have a very short attention span, like two seconds. So you need to draw them in with being attractive, not like being attractive as a person, but showing attractive content. Mm-hmm. And that happens on your stories because people don't have time and people are just walking around and looking at stories. And can you just tell me, because your stories, I'm going to say it once again, but they're so <laughs> perfect. It's like you're running the account of Disneyland Paris because they're, I mean, they're actually maybe a little bit too perfect because you're just like a machine. It's perfect. It's amazing. Wow. It's funny that you say too perfect. I don't want to... <laughs> That sounds so so conceited, but um, it has actually been something that has bothered me particularly because uh, sometimes people, not everyone, but sometimes people prefer to have little intersects of very loose content. Mm -hmm. I'm going to refer it to that where it it feels a little bit more uh, natural, a little Mm -hmm. bit less constructed because mine definitely does look a lot like as if uh, I'm working for a corporate I mean it's kind of kind of what I'd already do but anyway it's it's kind of looks like that but um but yes uh stories people don't understand how important they are when it comes to social media marketing it's one of the ways in which you can reach people the quickest yeah and because of the turnover of um content that you're making you can do it's limitless basically you can do so many different types of options and i find stories are the best way to test out things that you don't particularly want to post on your feed mm-hmm. or on your page sorry um but you for example if you want to test out new content if you want to connect with your um followers the easiest way to do that is by doing a story um doing polls doing question questionnaires questions all sorts, you know, it's it's a great tool in your toolbox that you can use to give quick access to the people who are already following you. And also by geotags, by hashtags, you can also reach a wider range of audiences that you don't always necessarily will reach by a post. Okay, fantastic point, Andrea. I think you're the biggest marketeer of the both of us. And I think everything I'm learning in my workshop right now, you're just saying it. It's it is what it is. It truly is. And I think you underestimate what a big tool those stories are. Mm-hmm. There are times I get a hundred views and I have, so I, at this moment I have 2.7 K followers. I get a hundred views, but there are times I'm getting five, 600 views. And yeah. it's definitely depending on what I'm doing on my stories. And if you strike gold when it comes to the the hashtags and the geotags, sometimes you never know when your work is being uh, perpetuated in, this, in the yeah. system. Yeah. So for example, um, we're going to talk about hashtags later, but I tend to look at hashtag Disneyland Paris uh, just to see what's going on or like some stuff. And then I see stories about Disneyland Paris. And I think definitely in times like these with COVID and not the parks mm-hmm. being open, I'm seeing content that I like on the stories and sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't, but it's uh, stories are definitely something to use. And if I can just say it and Andrea, I think I've said it to you many, many times, but show your pretty face more girl. Yeah. That's always been my, my particular issue when it comes to my page in general, I don't really uh, show myself that much. 
It's sad. I mean, you're so beautiful. And I think you're definitely um, would even gain more following or even more personality just to show Andrea yeah, who you I th- are. I mean, that has been said before by people. Um, as I don't know if you've seen my stories at the moment, I've tried to make that situation a little bit better. <laughs> by, <laughs> you're by, doing a good job. By challenging myself. Uh, I, I'm one of those people who, do, who does find filming myself taking pictures of myself a little bit awkward mm-hmm. uh, which might seem really strange for people who are really close to me because I did my whole career about being on stage <laughs> <laughs> but um when it comes to video uh it's a bit strange for me I'm one of those people that get easily embarrassed by these things but uh, I'm working on it guys I'm working on it you're doing good and can I just sidetrack here very quickly to a program you remind me of on Disney plus have you seen Encore? No. <laughs> Andrea. Damn, that is your show. You need to see that show. I'm going to I'm going to put it on my list. <laughs> okay, I'm going to quickly just put it out there. Encore is about uh theater theater uh shows that were held in the high school groups like when they were 16 or 18 and then 20 years later they're doing it again. Oh wow. They're just amateurs and Kirsten Bell, so Anna from Frozen is actually hosting Aww. the show. It's fantastic. Andrea, you should see it. You're going to love it. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Okay. Okay, you okay. convinced me. Perfect. So enough about Instagram feeds and stories. I think you guys kind of know that we're going for quality, authenticity, and for personality. I mm-hmm. think those are the three biggest exactly. pillars of Instagram. How long have you been on Instagram? So it's been been a year since last march well last year march time so yeah so a year and a bit yeah so as we speak i'm going over to instagram i'm going to open my app and i'm going to look at your account and you have over 7k followers yeah i'm um yeah i'm pretty jealous of that because i've been on instagram for i think seven years now and i'm not even reaching the 3k 3000 so, um, yeah, that is fantastic. <laughs> I, I have to, I, I will say something though about that is we, we talk about it. I mean, me and Deja work kind of in this field, in the kind of marketing and mm-hmm. the, the social yeah. media digital world. Um, in, we, we say you can do all these things to do better and they do increase your chances of getting bigger but a lot of that is luck sometimes you mm-hmm. don't really know exactly what, what it is that makes you a bigger account or a more popular account or more seen account definitely definitely it has i mean it's a combination it's a cocktail of everything and i sometimes wonder because i have my account for so long now if i shouldn't just start a new one but i'm not gonna do that because i yeah, put don't. so much work and if no i will never do that but I think Instagram is definitely targeted on new fresh faces. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's a system. It's, it, it's, it's luck. It's a combination of everything. And I need to work maybe just a little bit harder to get in my following. Although I have to say, even if I would get 10K or 1K or whatever, I'm just happy that people are happy looking at my photos. Well, well, the thing with you, Leisha, is I said this to you before, your following 
despite how you feel about how many they are, mm-hmm. is the strongest following that I think I've seen by many people. Um, they are extremely engagement engaging. You know, you have yeah. a high engagement rate. People True. love your content. So the the thing I will say to people is, um, do content not only just for you, but also target the content for the people who already exactly. follow you. This is, I think, the pitfall that a lot of people go into is that they want to make content to appeal to as many people as they want, um, casting a broad net, as we would say, mm-hmm. um, but not actually focusing on a good piece of content that shows the followers that you're currently with uh, and making it for them, you know, doing it for yeah. them and and making them happy since they're the ones that are already here. They've signed up to you. They've they've put some time and effort in in loving your creations and um don't miss out on on being grateful for them you know Uh, exactly exactly i'm like yes girl preach that is exactly what i'm thinking that is true and i mean if you can make your following your biggest ambassadors and your biggest fans Mm -hmm. that is better than having thousands and thousands of followers who don't engage with you yeah and in, in at the end of the day that will speak for you your work will speak for you exactly and i think you also need to think about why are you on instagram what is your reason what is your why why are you doing this and i personally have my disney account i have my uh, personal photography account which is definitely to gain clients and to make money yeah. that is definitely why i'm doing that And that is a different approach. Am I Disney? I can be a lot more loose. I'm a lot more fun. And and this is just me in my community sharing love. That's honestly what I want to do. And and what you're saying about the why, I think that is so important. And we shouldn't shame people for having different types of whys. Because I've seen on Instagram currently (laughs) that there's been a lot of people who don't want to follow business accounts as in like for example your photography account like small entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. uh, because they feel like it's the why it's a little bit jaded but the thing is you know Instagram has evened out the platform for everyone um, and it has given a platform for small businesses to be Mm -hmm. able to gain great marketing tools um, that before were only catered to huge conglomerates you know Um, Mm -hmm. And just because uh, an account might want to monetize their account, they might want to monetize their talents, their creative skill. Because, you know, being on Instagram is effort. (laughs) It's not... It's hard work. You know, it's hard work. Um, So there is no shame in wanting to be paid (laughs) and wanting to get clients and wanting to do great marketing. Because at the end of the day, you know, if you want great content, you have to be willing to also support someone to, to make a living with it too. Definitely. I just think that, but that's, that's another topic of discussion. But if you're on Instagram to become a follower, uh, to a follower, to become an influencer and to get $20,000 to show a handbag. That's different. And also it's not realistic at all. It doesn't happen that way. No, it does not happen that way. That's not how it works. And you can be a brand ambassador. I think you are, right? For a brand? Yes. Uh, well, I don't know for the time that we're going to be posting this, but uh, Make It Pink Apparel is one of the places that I was uh, brand repping. 
Fantastic. But that is fun. I mean, that is like a different way of, of doing the marketing side of, of Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So let us talk about the algorithm for a minute. Does yes. that affect you? Do you think it has changed your following or your liking or tell me? Um, well, obviously it affects everything that happens on Instagram. It's the piece of code that ties us all together to what, what, how we're doing things. Um, for me, I think obviously the algorithm affects me, but it's, I don't view it as something that is bad. I don't view it as something that affects me personally, because I see so many times people, my friends who are always saying, oh, the stupid algorithm, all oh, the algorithm, all oh, the algorithm of this. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> Instagram is a privately owned company. Mm -hmm. They make their own rules, right? And we, as people, have the choice of signing up to those rules or not. Mm -hmm. And for me, do not view the algorithm as something that harms you view it as something that will help you because once you turn that negative association to positive association, you are then able to find out ways to actually improve your page and improve how you're being viewed. You know, what's the point of putting banned hashtags on your posts if you know that they're not going to be seen? This episode is to be continued, but thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, I hope you really loved this part one of the Disney community two-parter. Uh, don't forget to join us next time when we finish this episode. We'll have even more juicy conversations on the matter. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and have a magical day.